Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello. Welcome to You Beauty, the best podcast in the world. Mamma Mia's <laughs> podcast for your face. I am Lee Campbell. And I'm not Kelly McCarran. I'm Shazzy Hunt. I am feeling in for Kelly while she goes off to have a beautiful baby. Yeah, she's off being a mum. You're here being a wonderful fill-in co-host. I had so much fun with you last week. We're back for week two. We're back. Obviously, it wasn't that bad if you came back. Hey, random question for you. Yeah. Do, if you think about the time when you like had the baby in your arms for the first time what's the thing that you remember most like what's the one standout I remember it had it had my son Alexander (laughs) had Rich's bum chin because Rich has got one of those dimple chins yeah they handed me him on my chest and the first word I said was he's got the chin Uh. (laughs) because in Rich's family the firstborn son only has the chin so Rich's brother doesn't have it so yep and Rich said to me, my entire pregnancy, we will be having a boy and he will have the chin. And out came a boy with the chin. You know, I'm so amazed at how much the midwives see in that initial moment when the baby comes out. I remember with my second son, they were like, look at his lips. And then with my first son, they were like, oh, he's got dimples. Mm. And I was like, just like it just a looks blob. like a blob to me. I can't see it. But then as they've grown up, I'm like, oh, wow, he does have beautiful lips. Sebastian yeah. does have beautiful lips. Elijah does have dimples. They can see it straight yes, away. they see it all. <gasps> oh, well, we hope Kelly's enjoying her motherhood. And I'm sure she's listening amongst all the mess and milk and all of that <laughs> sort of stuff. So it's Monday. We answer your fantastic questions. Right now, we're going to kick off with a question from Jamie. I'm a bit lazy in the morning and just want one product I can slap on after my cleansing serum, which will allow me to step out the door. It needs to be SPF 50 and a tinted moisturizer, so I don't need to throw on any foundation. It also needs to be light. I don't like heavy products. What do you suggest? Okay, Jamie, I'm going to start with a lecture and then (laughs) I will finish... With some recommendations, we as call you have it the, What do you call it? You call it bad cop, good cop, yes. basically. So, so we start with the bad cop. The bad cop is really, really, really best practice is to have a separate SPF sunscreen step and then your tinted product step. Reason being is you need a quarter of a teaspoon of sunscreen for your face and a quarter for your ears, neck, chest. And if you're to wear half a teaspoon of any tinted product, you will literally look like you're dripping in tinted moisturizer or dripping in foundation. You just can't wear that much of a tint. I think sometimes if you are at home or you're in an office, go to your kitchen right now, pull a teaspoon out and look at it. Yes. Fill it's it up too with much product. <laughs> some product if you can and you'll see it's so much. Yes. So if you want adequate sun protection, you really do need a separate step to your coverage on top. That might be a tinted moisturizer, it might be foundation, it might be concealer, whatever it may be. Best practice is to have two separate steps. However... I know some people live in the real world. Some people don't even wear sunscreen. So while I would like you to do the right thing, I understand that some people are just going to go, look, I need a two-in-one. I'm not going to listen to Lee. So (laughs) here is a list of my favorite tinted sun care products in no particular order. 
Ultraviolet late last year uh, launched a product called Dream Screen. It's an SPF 50 tinted veil. They call it light coverage, pretty buildable, very glowy, $55, 11 shades. It's definitely the widest shade range I've ever seen in a sun care product. They did cop a bit of flack for not having enough dark mm. shades and that was very warranted. Also, a bit sad because they've tried harder than any other sun yeah, care brand. I think that was what was so hard about that backlash that happened and I completely understood, especially as someone who has darker one of the skin. Uh, has darker skin that, you know, I felt like, oh, yeah, there isn't really one that is neatly me. But that being said, more often it's usually three shades three that you have four to, shades to choose max from. In yeah. a sunscreen. Often it's just one. Yes. And you just have to blend, blend, blend. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. Or it's just not right for you. Yeah. So they are bringing out some darker shades, but it's a really beautiful product. It does give light to medium glowy coverage. I really love that one. Good old It Cosmetics CC That cream. was the one I'd like, you know, written down like It Cosmetics CC. It yep. has to be. This is the Goldilocks we are looking for in this it situation. Is. So it's UV 50. You would need to apply a lot of it again, but hey, I'm going to leave that bit up to you. There is, I think, six shades in Australia. There's more overseas. It is pretty full coverage though, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it is really good full coverage. I think the thing that struck me about this question is that you wanted to throw away the foundation yes. and that's where it's tricky. You know, it's one thing to have tinted moisture moisturizer with the SPF 50. Yep, that's doable. But to get that foundation coverage. level of coverage mm. is where you're going to come unstuck. Yes. And I think you almost need to have the priority order checklist. Like what are your priorities yeah. in this situation? Is it, is it the SPF? Or yes. Is, is it, it the, the foundation coverage? Mm. So if you're foundation coverage and ticking all these boxes, definitely the It Cosmetics is the closest I think yeah. that you'll get. It's pretty amazing. And it's got really great skincare benefits in there too. So that's a good one. Lovely, cheap and cheerful. The Nivea Sun SPF mm. 50 plus face BB cream. Love that one. Cheapest chips, $12.99. I'm looking on Chemist Warehouse at time of record. It is $6.50. So bye. <laughs> Hello, going to get it. <laughs> going to get it. <laughs> uh, recently launched late last year, Garnier Skin Active BB Cream Even Tone SPF 50. Really good. I like this one. It's very glowy, a bit blurry, mm. kind of. Good light coverage, I'll yeah. say. That one's pretty great. Natio does a really good SPF 50 tinted moisturizer. Again, cheap as chips. It's normally around 20 bucks. You can get it for like 15 The Aesthetics RX. Mm. It's like one of those yeah. premium uh, salon brands. Yeah, skin cosmeceutical brands. That's it, cosmeceutical. They've got a tinted water-resistant sunscreen with zinc, SPF 50. I have tried that. Not for a while. I, I was wearing it last summer a bit, and that is also really nice. Good for, I guess active people out, you feel like you can sweat in it and it's still going to stay there. Good old La Roche-Posay, they have Anthelios, they've got their tinted SPF 50, that's got a cult status, like everyone loves that. Invisible Zinc SPF 50, Sheer Defense Tinted Moisturizer, again, that's a physical sunscreen, SPF 50, got some coverage in there, and then one that is SPF 40, so I'm just sliding this in. You did say SPF 50, (laughs) but (laughs) that was where I was getting, I'm like, oh, 50, there's definitely some There's a lot of 30s. 30 and even 20, but 50s. Yeah, 50 is the premium, like if you want to go 50 if you can, but it's the L.A. Bache, it's called the Great Sun Guard SPF 40 Mm. Foundation. Yeah. They call it a foundation I mean, I guess it's kind of foundation-y. It's 50 bucks. Like, I would call it a tinted sunscreen. Yeah, Medium I feel like coverage. it felt more like a sunscreen. Yeah. And if I think about the, the slip of it and the yes. way it applies. Yeah, I would call it a sunscreen too. It's a really beautiful product. So there are your options. I hope something in there works for you. But if you really want to prioritise your sun care, 
separate SPF step and then coverage. And I think that's the thing. It's how hard do you want to go on your foundation coverage? If you need a lot of foundation coverage, a lot of the products Lee mentioned are amazing, but at the end of the day, it's kind of a glowy, light to maybe medium coverage when it comes to your foundation. If you need a more full coverage, there's no getting around it. You are going to have to separate those steps out and go about it that way. Absolutely. Okay, and our next question comes from Genevieve. Hi, ladies, I have a question. For context, I have recently started using prescription retinol and I'm hoping it will help soften the wrinkles starting to form around my eyes. My skin is tolerating it well, moisturizer, oil sandwich every second night. However, I know you aren't meant to go too close to the eye area. So my question is how do you ensure it will eventually help the eye area if it's not applied on the eye area? Thanks so much. I live for your podcast. Not love, I live. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the ultimate compliment. Hi, Genevieve. Fantastic question. Okay, I want you to get your finger and then go up under your eye. Shazzy and I are both doing doing this. And press gently until you can feel the orbital bone, it's called. So basically where your eye socket is. So that skin is right, right, right under your eye. We're not putting any retinol there. Mm. But where you're talking about the wrinkles around the eye area, if you press out here, you can feel that there's bone. to the side of the eye. To the side of the eye, almost up around near the temples, under the brow. That's fine. That skin's different. That's more quote unquote face skin. It's Mm. not the under eye. So when they say you can't use it around the eye area, we don't want to go up under the lash line on that orbital bone or on that kind of thinner, more sensitive skin that's under there, but completely fine to use in the crow's feet area. I hate the term crow's feet, but that's for lack of a better, you know, I can't show you. We need to come up with a beautiful word for it. We do. Unicorn feet feet or something. (laughs) (laughs) Unicorn sparkle stripes. I don't know. But it's completely fine. Obviously, very small amount, very gently in that area. Eye products can tend to travel a little bit. And by that, I mean it can kind of go close into the eye area. So you want to use sort of half a grain of rice in that area and tap, 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 tap. But absolutely fine to use on the crow's feet, just not up under the eye in that very sort of sensitive inner corner, if that makes sense. The eye area is a small area, but it's quite complex in that type of skin changes, Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, it obviously is a very technical, I'm not a doctor <laughs> I mean, or an ophthalmologist, but it's an area that has to do a lot of important things, which is obviously why the skin is quite different around yes, the eye area. And you- it's very thin because it's yes. a very delicate And you'll find mechanism you know, right there. under the eye area has no oil glands. Your mm. eyelid has a lot of oil glands yeah. and you could be quite oily there. So you've kind of got three different types of skin all happening in the one area. But fine to use on the crow's feet minimally. Like you say, you're doing every second night, you're sandwiching with a moisturizer, which is definitely Good the right work. way to go. You know exactly what you're doing. So what you're doing on the rest of the face is great. Just take it to the crow's feet area, but not completely under the eye if that makes sense. Lee, what about eye creams that contain retinol? Yeah, really good question. I still wouldn't use those right underneath Mm -hmm. just because they're a little bit stronger. I am actually testing one at the moment that I unfortunately took a little bit too close and got a little bit too happy. Oh. And I did get some irritation Mm. under my eye. But what it does almost immediately for the crow's feet area is amazing. So... If you're really puffy or dark, you can use kind of an all-rounder or a different one under the right under the eye and area. And that's totally fine to use 
a different, you know, like a hydrating or yes. a, I mean, if you want to um, use two different eye creams, go for yeah. it. Yeah. But it, people generally have one concern that bothers yeah. them over the other. So for me, used to be dark circles, but now I'm like, eh, that's concealer's problem. It's crow's feet. <laughs> so I'm using my skincare to kind of tackle the crow's feet and I'm using my concealer to tackle the dark circles. Beautiful. <laughs> Oh. Yes, and I, even I got a bonus question today. There you go. <laughs> and if you'd like to ask a question, we would love to answer it. The email address is youbeautyatmamamia.com.au. You can record a voice note on your phone and then flick it through to that email address or you can call the pod phone or you can even DM us on the You Beauty Instagram page, which is Pod. We love answering questions about unicorn sparkly <laughs> stripes, so send them. <laughs> and just for listening to today's episode, you have helped us fund girls in schools in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world. Mamma Mia has a fantastic partnership with Room to Read. 300 girls every single day we're sending to school, but we want to get to 1,000, so keep reading and keep listening, please. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode was produced by Michaela Floriano and Gia Moylan. Have a lovely day and don't forget to tune in again tomorrow when Shazzy's back for Ask an Expert. Bye. See ya. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.